But it's one thing I love more than getting my pitch over the plate. And that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today. Recording in progress. That robot sounds like, like a cop. Every time I hear it, it's like it sounds like there literally is a chase in in progress. Uh, guess what? It's Lima time time. It's episode 207. And uh, James is uh, had some uh, he's fallen on some hard times or, or actually his his wife has. They've had a, they've had a rough they've had a rough trip for their uh, their wedding anniversary. And Cammy uh, was in the hospital. And uh, she's all good now. Everything's good. And they're making their the the trip back. So they had to spend their whole. They went to Breckenridge and they had to spend the whole uh, their whole anniversary uh, in the in the hospital. So thoughts and prayers to them. That's rough. But what's even worse? And Cami, I'm sorry about this, but what's even worse is I have the reins to the podcast. And I figured, what better than to bring back the goat? You guys know him. You love him. It's Mr. Chandler Rome. He's in the house. So get, get ready for this. What's up, bud? Love is probably a strong word, but um, hello. Uh, How are you? That was, uh, that, was, that, was a, that was a sufficiently depressing intro. So let's, I, let's uh, try yeah, to no, it up a little bit. Oh, yeah. I try to, I try to, it's, uh, to challenge myself. I like to kill the vibe and, and any positivity or any momentum off the rip. And then off that, we, I like to see what, if we can get it, get it back. But yeah, so... Yeah, I realized it was going down that route, and I'm like, oh, no. So, yeah, I, I kind of got out of that. But I had, I had to say something because people are going to be pissed when they hear my voice off the, off the front. They're like, oh, no. And then some are going to be even more mad when I, when I announce you. So that's what makes me thrilled. But you won, you won a lot of people, people that were unfairly criticizing you, and every person that does criticize you is wrong. So I'm on I'm, – that's official – but last time you came on, there was like a thousand people on it, and there was it was kind of convoluted. But you won a lot of people over. They're like, "Oh, I had no idea." I'm like, "Yeah." So you're the people, the guy you hate is actually pretty good and knows what he's talking about, and is cool. So, uh, so anyway, welcome back. <laughs> it's almost like judging someone off of like a, an awful hellscape website that only lets you put 280 characters in is probably not the best way to go. But, you know, I, I guess that's how some people roll. So, yeah, that's how um, a lot may, of people roll. yeah, it's unfortunate. Right. And, and, and then what's even better about that is that it's almost uh, yeah, it's it's going more towards that. And we're just yeah, we're we're only focusing on that kind of that kind of reporting, that kind of the way people spectating, the, the way people fan. And that's uh, that's been my probably my biggest complaint with just baseball fans in general on Twitter is that it's that it's an immediate reactionary type culture and baseball is long and it's not supposed to be every live and die by every single pitch, every single thing. And that's what it's just come to. And it sucks ass. <laughs> yeah. It's um, it, it kind of furthers the thought that, you know, I think baseball has become King in, in this city, but at the end of the day, it's always going to be a football city. Right. Like, I mean, it, yeah, it, I guess. It, 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 I mean, the reactions and just kind of the way people live and die. Look, I mean, I 
I appreciate the passion. I appreciate the enthusiasm, but like, you know, I, I one, one, one loss, two losses, even three losses in a row. It's not really going to sink the team. Like it's okay. Like they get to play again tomorrow or they get to play again in 12 hours. So um, yeah, it's just like, I think, and maybe we were going to get into this and maybe oh, this we're going to get into like, it. Yeah. Maybe this kind of like maybe this kind of like dovetails into uh, maybe this kind of dovetails into a lot of what we're going to talk about. Like, I think this season has like really been a reality check for like a lot of fans, maybe because like for the last three years, especially like this team has made baseball look pretty easy. Yeah, like this this franchise just like I mean. Like I have people that are like they're two out in the division, and there's people like wondering if they're gonna sell. And I'm like, oh, guys, like, <laughs> like it's... it. <sighs> you literally lost the 2021 World Series to a team that snuck in to the wild card. You yeah, played that team a... was good. <laughs> that team was right. Good. You you played a team last year in the World Series that snuck into a wild card. You lost the 2019 World Series, like. You just got to get in the dance. 2019, I I'm, I officially gave us that. Uh, AJ Hinch, AJ Hinch did his best to to cost us that. But yeah, I'm, I go ahead. I gave us a win on that one because yeah, th- that's yeah. just there was no reason that should have been lost. So I'm not. I don't count Howie Kendrick doesn't exist. So we did win that one. So I'm just just on the record. But but it's like if you get into the dance, like that's all you need. And like with this team especially, like I, I was talking about it with someone yesterday, someone within the organization, like. I'm really just waiting for like this team to to be whole again, like and they are now that Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez are back. Like, like their muscle memory is going to kick in at some point, and they're just going to go on like a rampage. I, oh, I just I've I've felt it for a while now. I don't know if like the damage is probably a strong word. I don't know if like the the wear and tear they've done to their pitching staff is irreversible just given how much they've used a lot of these guys. But like, I'm fully prepared for like some stretch in August or September where they reel off 12 or 15 in a row, just because they, that's just how they are. There's too much talent here for like, for this. And like, look, like we're, we're talking about it as if they're, you know, underwhelming. And I think they have been to an extent, but like, I mean, they're, what, 12 games over right now? And they've had Jose Altuve and Jordan Alvarez in the same lineup 14 times all year. Like They lost I half mean, the that... rotation as well. I mean, I mean, it's it's insane. That, that, and this goes back to, and I'm going to I'm, I'm gonna be very critical of our good friends at, at Astros Twitter, but they are, I mean, I, I don't know if the, just the way people are, are taking in the game or, or the Astros fans specifically, it's big time new money and energy. Um and you're getting a lot of those like the younger fans that don't really haven't really gone through anything else, and which is fine. I mean, I that's these are good problems to have, but I I think that the the sky is falling. Panic is insane. I have the exact opposite. I think this has been a miraculous, against all odds, first half of the season without their team on on the field. Like they what they've done is insane considering the circumstance i mean and and yeah they're set up in the position with with the team coming back to do exactly what you said and i fully i I think they know that and they're doing a whole san antonio spurs pop thing like it doesn't matter last wild card spot or or win the division they get in the postseason whoever's playing them is terrified they're about their business and best believe that they're going to probably be the favorites in every single series they're in and maybe if they world series you got the braves or something that's a problem but they're they they know who they are and they're not 
they don't care that you're mad at who's playing catcher or who's not playing catcher rather. You know what I mean? I mean, these two, I mean, just retarded. Sorry for saying that while you're on here, just the worst takes that don't even, I just, I can't even argue with them because it's just insane. Some of these approaches, I don't even understand it. Yeah. It's like, you know, I look at like their most competent stretches of baseball this year have literally been probably when they've played their biggest games, like, they went up to Texas for those that four game series and played really well. For, yeah, the Braves and the Rays the that road series. trip. The Dodgers series uh, should have been a sweep. I mean, that should have been a sweep. I I, I don't know. I, I wouldn't say that they played well particularly in that series, but I I, I was thinking more of that Rays no, Braves trip. I was thinking Braves more of that Rays Braves trip yes. and then the two and then the two Texas series that you know. And look, I mean, I'm fully anticipating whatever they do at the deadline. Like I'm fully anticipating they're going to go to the Bronx and. They're going to probably take it to them just because that's what they do. Like you're just yeah. kind of conditioned to expect like they're going to go to Yankee Stadium and play really well. And then they're going to go to Baltimore. And that team is really, really fun. They're probably going to make a big splash at the deadline. But like yeah. we kind of mentioned, like it's also a team with a bunch of young kids that it's kind of 2015 Astros. 2015, uh, exactly. Exactly. I mean, they, yeah, they're, I mean, they're pretty much, aren't they built? I mean, they're pretty much are the Astros reincarnated you got the the nasa guy over there what's his name sig uh S- sigma doll and michael elias yeah, and yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they're, yeah they're doing the everything that the astros did and it works and they're fun but I, I still don't think they're ready i mean but they're yeah i i don't know i just the if you were on if you're on twitter and reading the tweets and reading the reactions and hearing what people are saying you would think that i mean we were just a, a terrible team and you're right. I think that, that what you said is correct. Just the uh, the reality check. I mean, but this is about as regular. I mean, yeah, maybe some more injuries than normal. But this is a normal baseball season. And and they're very. If you're 12 games over, you're playing good baseball overall. So I mean, but people get hurt. That shit happens. I mean, I, I you're right. They coasted the last few years, and it's been so easy. It's, I mean, it made even podcasting hard because we were just like, uh, they're still good. <laughs> I don't have any, I have no notes for these, some of those teams. So uh, at least there's shit to talk about, but yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't understand it. Cause I think that this is as miraculous of a, of a season so far, considering the circumstance as it, as it could be, but Hey, I'm just a rational guy. I'm just a rational guy. That's all I am. Yeah. It's actually pretty compelling just cause like, there's like, actual like storylines and it's not yes. just like a, and it's not just like oh like i mean it was like it was a marvel to watch him but it was like oh like justin berliner's gonna go through seven innings tonight and she's gonna be like ho hum and jose altuve is gonna hit a homer and jordan alvarez is gonna hit two and they're gonna win <laughs> seven to two like it, like no like it's not fun legit, that's right? not fun i mean like i mean like for some people it is it, like, no it is ultimately i but but that's kind of good that's what i was gonna say before i, I got sidetracked because i'll never finish a point properly but um, I was going to say with the people fanning the way they are, do you think that that's just you have to be against something? It's got to be an egregious error or a uh, an attack on your family or a competition for it to be fun to watch? Because I'm sitting here just been killed like they just got to get in the playoffs. They're fine. Everything's fine. They're going to be fine. It's just, it's just everybody calm down. This is nothing. What are we talking about? And I just I think people have to be that that kind of uh, attitude. Or, or else it's not fun for some people. It's got to be us versus them in this. It's the world is ending if if Yiner doesn't get more at-bats, even though it's also retarded. I'm going to say it again, but I'm trying not to say it anymore. When Maldonado is clearly the 
an advantage calling the, the pitchers want to throw to him and he calls the games the quarterback which is infinitely more valuable than being a hole in the nine spot or whatever i mean it's just insane that Yiner's not ready yet. He will be. I just that argument it kind of gets on my nerves because I hear it. That's all I hear. I mean, he he needs more bats. I, I'll concede that. Um, you know, so, I think they need, to, pitches. They, they need to find a way to get him some at bats. Um, I think he's. I think I do think he's going to catch more coming down the stretch for no other reason that than they've got to save Maldonado's just stamina and yeah. endurance. I mean, he's a thirty-seven-year-old guy and. He's he's up there in age. He's up there, and I mean, and they're going to have to save him at some point. So he's going to catch. You know, I think what they're going to have to start considering is like, I mean, the Jose Abreu fun resurgence is now no more. So like, they're going to have to start considering like, do they give him a day at first base every now and then? And you know, I don't think that's going to happen just because of how a the the money they committed to Jose Abreu and b you know Dusty's pretty prone to stick with veteran players. You saw it last yeah. year with Yuli Gurriel. Um, you, you see it just with a lot of different things he's done. I mean, I, I don't think that's going to happen, but I, I don't know where else you play him. Like I oh, mentioned yeah, yeah. this, I, I mentioned to someone in the organization a couple of days ago, I said, you know, he can play left field. Like if you stick him in yeah. left field at Minute Maid Park, it's not going to be a disaster. And the person looked at me like I had eight heads. So I don't think they think left field is an option for him. So yeah, um, you, you it know, should they be could, though. It should. It probably should be. They could DH him. But Carlos Lee in. ran. Carlos Lee ran around out there like an absolute moron. It was a circus. It was a circus with El Caballo out there in left field. And it, I mean, he absolutely could do that. And I, yeah, uh, but I'm with you. I think first base is the move unless they do go get uh, Cody Bellinger or um, if he if they can get him to leave the 311 concert that he's always attending. Um. Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't get the and Dana Brown has been pretty vocal about it. I don't understand the uh, insistence that they have to go get a bat. Like, I, I, I think I they will. Think, I don't think he I don't, and he talked about it, but it was very pretty clear. He was starting pitcher and uh, bolstering bullpen well, and, and looking well, for a left handed bat. But you don't need it, especially if Brantley does come back. You get a left handed bat. <laughs> Well, I, I, I don't think like I, I will. We asked and he said, well, we want a left hand about even if Brantley does come back. Like, okay. I, 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 I don't think I, I think their priorities have to be pitching because I, I think the one thing like we, we were pretty effusive earlier that, you know, they're going to they're going to muscle memory is going to kick in. They're going to rampage some people. But like the one thing that muscle memory and all these experience like can't compensate for is like dead arm or just arm fatigue. fatigue. Yeah. And, I, and like. I wonder if they've done, you know, some some lasting short-term damage. You know, yeah. these relievers are overworked. I mean, the four guys that they trust, like, they're overworked. Yeah. And they're going to have to keep running them out there because they're two games back in the division and they have to – they want they want to win the division. They want to get in the playoffs. So, like, they're going to have to keep going to the guys they trust. Um, it's kind of weird right now that – the one starter that inspires any confidence is currently JP France. Oh, um, man, that, he's, been he's been great. Uh, yeah, for sure. But yeah, he's a new arm. He's the he's the new arm. That's why. Right. And like, you know, I think that they've got to get Christian Javier right. Um, I, I think I, I will say this. Like, I, I don't think they're going to make some massive seismic splash at the deadline. I, I think it'll be 
more of like a stabilizing innings eating starter, uh, a high leverage reliever. Like, yeah, like they're going to get the, the Pirates closer. I'd like to, I'd love that guy. How much control? I'm shooting in front of my computer. How much control does he have left? Like, how expensive? Uh, oh, uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't look at that. I just, yeah. Like, I mean, you got it. That's what you got to look at. ERA and I'm like, oh, the Pirates, that, that'd be a guy that, and that's a kind of an Astros type, even though we, I don't, we don't know what, how Dana Brown moves, even though, I mean, he's been a, a super scout forever. I feel like that's more, we're more likely to see guys that are going to piss Twitter off because it's not, it's not Blake Snell, but it's going to be guys that, that contribute. I mean, when they, when they went and got Kendall Graveman and guys that actually helped and you just, you're not excited about it, but that's, you know, that's what they'll probably do. I don't know. I, I have no idea. Yeah, I mean, I, I think, but what I was coming to say was like, you know, I, I think they're going to get those things I just said, a leverage reliever and, a, and an innings eater, but like, they're not going to go anywhere, I don't think, if they don't get Christian Javier right. Like, they have better last start. Where it looked, I, I, you thought, see, I thought his arm was, I thought his arm was dead before. I was like, oh, James had said something a, a couple weeks ago and was like, uh, that I guess it was the, the start where he got knocked out early and he was like, uh, his, his velocity was significantly down and he's like, I'm, I'm worried about that. And then he, he looked bad again, but he came back and looked like it was something with a release point or something mechanically that he worked with that he, he did look a little bit better. Control wasn't there, but he still, it looked like he was back somewhere near what we were used to. Maybe not the strikeout numbers, but I was, I was certain that his arm was dead and that, that we were fucked on that one. Well, I mean, I I, t- I I find it difficult to take anything out of his last start because they were playing the A's, and the A's have no the A's have no good hitters as it is. No, no nobody. Yeah, they don't have. A but then they're 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 two like somewhat good hitters were hurt and Rooker and Ryan Noda. So like no, that's he literally point. he literally faced like a a borderline double A lineup, and right. he still walks and he still walks six guys. True. Oh yeah, no, um, good point. That's fair. That's fair. You know, you know, talking to people, they people in the organization, you know, they, they seem to be encouraged with just the quality, like how the pitches looked, the shape, the finish, things like that. But like at the end of the day, it's a results thing. And if he's spraying the ball that much against a lineup that is not very good, like I think we'll know a lot more. I mean, the Rays are coming into town. They've been awful in July, but still yeah. like, they can hit. They can hit. Like yeah, they, yeah. if his stuff's, if his stuff's not good, he's going to get hit around. And like, For then sure. we'll know a little bit more. Like, but like, I, again, like, they're not going to go anywhere if they don't get him and they don't need to get him back to throwing no hitters. Like they need to get him like somewhat, they need to get him like serviceable, like getting swing and miss, like eat up innings, innings, not, not give And like, I wonder if they're ever going to get back to that. Like he already had to sit out once for dead on. Like that's not, you you don't just get a second wind and just finish the season with no interruption. Like I, I I just wonder, again, like I think, that is the key to their future. I firmly believe that. And uh, barring like some last minute reversal of like, okay, we're going to go mortgage everything and go get like some elite starter to be the front end guy. Like I, I just, you know, they I have got, know. they have got to get him right. They've, and if they don't, then it's going to be, I, I don't, I can't see a, a way in which they've got a formidable rotation if they don't get him right. Because I, I just, yeah, no, at right. his best, at his best, he's better than anything they could go acquire. That's currently available and within reason on the trade market. He's and has done it me. on the biggest stage as well. So I mean, yeah, no, I'm I'm with you. And also like the, what you said before, like the 
everything it's like that's the first hole in the boat if you if that you don't fix that then you don't start getting some rest and don't have uh rested arms in your bullpen and you so you don't have maton meltdowns and presley doing this and so i mean that just it all will just keep spiraling and uh yeah they, you've got to figure something out because yeah it's not too it's not too encouraging even with urkiti coming back um yeah that's been the whole thing this whole year not even just with the pitching just uh, uncharacteristic play by this team bonehead mistakes that they've errors that they've never made before um yeah that kind of stuff meltdown innings in, in high leverage situations where it's just i don't know if it just broke bad and it's just baseball or if it's just if it's just all of those literally uh, the longest possible postseason run every single year for an extended stretch that does <laughs> not, not getting the rest in the offseason that does catch up with everybody and it's gotta it's gonna you gotta pay the piper at some point no, for sure. I, I think, um, yeah, I, I think that can't be overlooked. I, I think this team has played deep into the postseason for, you know, five, six straight years. They've played more games than yeah. any team in base than any team in baseball. And like, and they, yeah, they more, but yeah, they played them too. Yeah, exactly. And it's every yeah, it's ALCS every year, World Series, six, seven games every time. I mean, that that's really add up. <laughs> And, and, you know, I think, and Dusty alluded to this yesterday, and he's right. You know, it could, you know, I know it sucked going through it, but, like, missing Alvarez and Altuve for as long as they did could really, like, turn into a net positive because they're going to be, they're going to be as fresh as, like, presuming they remain healthy, they're going to be as fresh as anyone. They're going to be fresher than a lot of people. Yeah, um, that's, as, yeah, as, I've as, been quite pumped on that. Yeah, as the season comes down. But, like, again, like, my biggest concern for them is again, like you can't undo the workload you've already put on the relievers. You can't undo the workload you've already put on the starters. So it's like, and like, it's kind of a never ending cycle of like, they, they have to keep pitching them. Like they have to keep using these relievers because they need to get to the top of the division. Like that, that this is where like that situation is where like the, the close division race um, is a little bit more, a um, little bit more difficult because like last year when you're up 10 games in the division, like you, you can afford to like, if Ryan Preston needs a couple days, like you don't yeah. have, you don't have to chase wins as much. Like Dusty. I think like he doesn't really do it. I think that's what uh, that pisses a lot of people off. I think that Dusty, he's a, he's a real stickler for his schedule of things and how he does things. So, I mean, I know that oh, man. He's, I, doing some, I, he's doing some load management, He's definitely I doing complete, load management with these lineups. I, I, I complete. I completely. Okay. I was actually having, and I should probably write this. This is probably a good story idea. Like, I was having this conversation with a couple of people uh, during this homestand. Like, it's it's kind of funny how he chases he chases wins with his bullpen usage all the time. Weird what he like, picks. So he'll yeah he picks weird things that he keys in on. And but, then he's, yeah, wow. But but he he chases wins with his bullpen usage all like. Throw in Phil Maton as much as they throw Phil Maton. Throw in a Brady as much. Like, not a lineup, yeah. Like, like throw, like, but not with the lineup. Yeah, it's and crazy. it's very, it's very odd. Like that dichotomy is very odd because, like, I, and I'm not saying it's wrong, but right. it's also like, if if the pitching does continue to decline and you get into the postseason and these guys are are gassed, then you do have to kind of wonder, like. Like, I, like, there are teams, and I know this would kill – and maybe this is, like, a full circle thing. We're getting back to where we started. Like, I know this would kill, like, three-fourths of the people on Twitter, but, like, there are teams and there are instances where, like, 
teams go into games saying we are not using this guy. We are yeah. not using the, We are not using this reliever. I don't care what the situation is. You have like, to. The, the only way, like the only way we're using this guy is if it's the 17th inning and we don't want to, like, if we somehow get to 17 innings and we have to, like, yeah, you have a spot. Yeah, you have to. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, and that's how it's always been done, but people, there's just something that they can't, yeah, you can't accept. And there's, Having and there's, the game, I, they freak out. <laughs> and like, I can't remember a time this season where, and maybe there has been, and I just either wasn't there or just don't remember it right now, but I can't. I can't remember a time this season where the, those four guys, Maton, Abreu, Neris, and Presley, um, where there was like an obvious spot for them to pitch, but they didn't be. And they and after the game, the reason was we were not using them today. Trying to think. Like, no, the, think so. they've, yeah. they've, they've, and like, again, another thing people don't. Well, Mont- they really... gave, Mont- he gave Montero some spots that it maybe should have not. Um, but that hindsight's twenty twenty. In that stretch when he, the Dodgers stretch when he was yeah. giving up three run home runs every second, he was. I would have switched him with Nares and some of those. But no, you're right. You're right. And I think a lot of what I think something else that maybe goes not noticed by the the casual fan is like, you know, getting these guys up and like I, I, a lot of people get very upset when like they wonder like why is it there's somebody warming in the bullpen like warming up in the bullpen like. AJ Hinch, when he was here, he used to count that as an appearance. It if a is. guy got if, if a guy got up to throw in the bowl, because he's still throwing. He's still on the mound, taxing his arm and throwing. That's wear and tear. And, that's still wear and tear. I mean, that's yeah, if you're if, if you're looking at yeah, hundred one hundred percent. I agree, and, I agree and, with it, Hinch, even though I think and, he's a bad coach and he, manager and he shouldn't have cost us a World Series, but that's neither here nor there. And, and I and I think that's something that, you know they haven't done a great job because there have been games this season where like they've gotten their leverage guys up and not used them like late in games or something. And like, again, a lot of those leverage guys are veterans and they can under, they can kind of sense the game and like, they know they're only coming in if a certain thing happens. So while they may be like up and on the mound, they may not actually be throwing, but there have been times this year where like, you kind of look and you're like, come on, like it's a two, like perfect. I think the perfect example. And again, it's a tough situation for Dusty because they are in a division race and you have to chase wins, but like you're no, in you Oakland. You honestly, no, you don't. You really don't. I mean, I, and that's just my, that's my mentality. I know he'll get, he'll get, he'll get crucified by everybody talking about this, but no, we just need to make the postseason and go into it healthy. And I don't, whatever you need to do, if you need to coast here and there to lose a couple of series, lose a game here and there to make sure everybody's rested and good to go for the final push. That's how, that's how I feel it should be. Well, yeah, and I get it, but, like, I also think, you know, I guess I'm going with how, like, Dusty thinks, you know, he kind of sees where they are, and I I think he does want to – I mean, he wants to win the division, obviously, and I think part of – I think a byproduct of that is he does chase wins like that. And But, you know, I guess guess what I was alluding to is, like, you know, last weekend in Oakland, they played a four-game series against one of the worst baseball teams ever constructed. Like, one of the worst Major League Baseball teams ever constructed. It, it, probably, Maybe, it, it probably is the worst one. I mean, we, I can't – I didn't get to watch the Cleveland Spiders, but I know that, uh, that yeah, this this probably is the worst team ever. And I think they had to use Phil Maton in three of those four games. He did. Like, I think they had to use Ryan Presley in two of them. Like, it's did. just like – like, you need to – like, at some point you got to have faith in, like, 
send Rafael Montero out there. Send Ryan Stanek out there. Send Seth Martinez. Like, what like, was that Seth Martinez? What about that whole long stretch? He didn't pitch for like four, 13 days. Like with the, the way this bullpen set up, what the fuck's up with that? I, I, well, I don't like know. he's like he's like the closest thing they have to a long guy. So yeah, like I know, that, it's, you still got to put one of the, give you some religion. right. No, I get it. I get it. But it's one of those things like you don't want to yeah. like you always live in fear of burning your long star. guy. Yeah. No, you're right. You, but I just, you live yeah. in. Yeah, you live in fear of burning your long guy, and then the next day something like what happened last night happened. Yeah, like yeah. Goes, Fromber goes, gets knocked out in the fourth, and you got to cover six innings or five innings with your bullpen, and you don't have a long guy. What do you and, think was that? Was that, an, was that an anomaly? Was that just what baseball happens and it just got caught slipping with a good baseball team that the Rangers can can hit the ball? Um, it was just one of those things. People are uh, freaking out about Frammer. All just one that one little fucking start, and the people are already all just going the complete other way with it. It's crazy. Yeah, I, I think something. To, and I wrote about this a little bit earlier in the season, and I may have to like revisit it. Um, Maldonado even mentioned it after the game. Like when he throws hard, like he was like bumping 97, 98 yeah. last night with his sinker. When he throws hard. That affects like the sink on his sinker. It affects the movement. It doesn't move as much. Right. So when he's throwing his sinker too hard, it doesn't get the movement and it stays so it up. Stays on a plane and you get yeah, it gets crushed. Yeah. Right. And you get better swings. That's what like when you see guys hitting his sinker like on a line or in the air, that's yeah, because yeah. that's because there's not enough, there's not a ton of movement. So it's one of those weird balancing things. And I think it was when they I think it was when he faced the Braves on that road trip. That was when I wrote about it, that, like, he pitched okay in that game. Like, I think he gave up two or three runs, but, like, it was, like, his highest velocity all year. He gets amped. Doesn't he get real amped up? And he, like, a yeah. adrenaline junkie? Yeah, you got to – that's the first thing you got to learn is to – that's when – yeah, that's when the good the good pitchers became great. The Greg – well, Greg Maddox lost velocity. But you – when you – Verlander, when you learn how to – take a little bit off, take something off. That's what gives you the, the dynamic. Well, yeah. And just his stuff, his stuff, like he doesn't rely on velocity. He relies on right. spin and movement and like, but you forget, you, I forget that he can throw it up there. You're right. Cause I, yeah. I don't even think velocity and that. Yeah. You, I forgot that he can hum it up there. When he, yeah. So when he ratchets the velocity up, it affects the movement and the spin of his pitches. And like, like I think ideal Fromber is like, 94 to 96 with the yeah. sinker and then he can have the curveball the cutter the the changeup, which has been good for him like last night or when they played the rangers um on wednesday it was 96 to 98 yeah and while everyone loves velocity like it it, it just affects his pitches because he like four seam fat like you throw a four seam fastball at 100 like there's a different movement pattern it's, on a four seamer that, though that's not a, it's not a, it's not an equalizer anymore it's not like an overpowering thing anymore like that i don't well, know miles, miles well, power make it, a difference with bats now i mean i don't know if it does it's it's not even that it's more of just like when fromber's at his best he's getting ground balls he's getting the ball hit on the ground that, yeah. and the way the reason that happens is because the ball is spinning and sinking in such a way that when the batter hits it, it just pounds into the ground. Now, when the velocity, it's like a physics thing. Like when the velocity is increased, it's not going to sink as much and it stays up. And that's when guys can hit line drives, guys can hit fly balls. And Frommer, even in his good start, like, like 
you look at some of like the exit velocities Fromber gives up, like it, he gives up hard contact, but it's normally all on the ground, which is okay. Like if you hit the ball hard, but it's on the ground, someone will field it and throw the, right. and throw the, the runner out. Like when you give up hard contact in the air and on the line, it's not good. <laughs> that's not, that's great. not good. That's so I think that's maybe part of it. They've got to find a way to, you know, as best they can balance, you know, wanting to throw hard and like, being amped up, you know, you look at that, the couple of games I've talked about where that colors went through that a lot. McCullers would go through that a lot too, getting amped up and overthrowing and not being able to locate and just doing that exact same thing. So yeah. yeah and, it seems simple and, and, for them to, it, it seems I'm encouraged by that. Cause that's an, it's a seemingly an easy fix. <laughs> yeah. And I, and I mean, I think they've got to find a way, you know, the couple of games where it's been an issue, you can kind of look and you see kind of why it was an issue. Like, Right against the Braves at Truist Park, like that was like a world. He he felt he needed to redeem himself after the World yeah. Series in twenty one. Oh, so yeah, he was true. too amped. He, he was really amped. Went out and did that. And like he he pitched okay in that, but just the velocity was up and he was giving up line drives and that was a that was a talking point after the game. And that last night was electric too. That was a, I mean that was a, if you're yeah. gonna get amped up, that was a playoff like post playoff like atmosphere. That was a, that was a fun that was a fun series. So I could see him getting pumped up on that but yeah we got to reel him in yeah and then last night you know he starts against texas with a chance to tie the tie the rangers in the division like yeah alvarez and altuve are back like everyone's like, it's like i knew that i knew that was going to happen i i knew that was gonna, i knew they were going to get bone crushed i just it's one of those things where you just kind of you can kind of feel it all the momentum's coming everything seemingly good that's when everything goes the other way in baseball at least in my experience yeah it's baseball man they they won a game where Brandon Belak started against the Rangers, and then they right. lost a game where Fromber Valdez, Jose Altuve, and Jordan Alvarez. So it's just like baseball's weird. It's it's insanely weird. Um, so I don't know how you feel about the Rangers. I I still think that they're not they're not ready yet, and they're not that they played so out of their minds for they for an extended period of time that absolutely needs to be respected. And I'm not disrespecting them in any way, but I they I just don't think they have the juice. Um, and if we, I think if we met in the postseason, uh, it would be a, a wrap. I just don't, I don't think they're quite there yet. Um, and that's about to all come to fruition. They were playing, they were one through nine at one point was like having career seasons uh, and, and they had no injuries and they were coasting for a while. And now they're starting to get a little, some injuries here and there. I, I feel like that they're about to go through some of the stuff that the Astros were going through. You lose DeGrom, you take a gamble on him. I just don't, uh, I don't know. I'm not, I'm not scared of them at all. I yeah. I don't agree with that okay. a ton. Okay. I think they can I think they can really hit. Like, well they can, but I, the bullpen's terrible. I mean it's not good. You got you know, there's not a good bullpen, which they will bolster, I'm sure. I'm not scared yeah. of any no starters I'm terrified of. Uh I just don't I yeah, I think they're not quite I think they're a piece or two away. But uh um, no, they, 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 they could go get that at the deadline. Like yeah. I think I think when you like and I I mean, the Astros know this better than anyone. Like, when you get into the playoffs, like, they're not going to be pitching Martin Perez and uh, Andrew Heaney in playoff games. Like, yeah. they're going to be pitching Nate Evaldi, John Gray, and whichever starter they go get at the deadline. Yeah. And then, like, I know, like, the Chapman thing's funny, but, like, he was no, like, like – he, 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 so he, he had literally retired 21 of the first 24 batters he'd face as a Ranger before that would happen at Minute Maid this week. So, like, yeah, I mean, did. he's – he like and Will Smith has been Will just Smith as sucks. good. Will Smith I mean, sucks, well, he's, he, he's been good for them. I mean, he's been no, good. I know. I know. I know. But I mean, like, 
I'm being mean. And I'm, just... I'm, I, I like them. Like, do I think yeah. they're like, do I think they're like better than, do I think they're the best team in the American League? I do not. Do I think they they're the best close. team in the, I don't think they're the best team in the division. Like, I think yeah. the Astros, when they're at full strength, yeah, are better. But I don't think I. I think we are past. I think we're past the. Oh, like they played over their heads. They're going to come back down there. It's like no, 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 no. Like no, they're good. They're I'm, legit. Not, I'm not trying. They're to legit. What they've done no, no, for sure. I don't. I just say I don't think that they're. I think that the Astros are in a tier, and I don't, I don't think they're quite at where the Astros are at yet. And that's it's, it's probably me. That's bias. That's me being a homer. I just don't know. But that's no disrespect. I think that they're. Yeah, they, you've got the way Young's played the. Jonah Heim. I mean, they. Um, I'm. I'm really impressed. I was really impressed just the quality of their at bats. Like, well, and it's not just. Yeah. No, they're good. They're yeah, good. <laughs> it's not just Semyon and Gar- and Adolis Garcia right. and Josh Young. Like, it's like Laoti Tavares, Ezekiel yeah, Duran, like no, all of them. All Nathaniel the Lowe, like one Daniel through Lowe's. not. Like, they have a really deep lineup, and it's like no, they, they don't strike. They don't strike out. They put the ball in play. They hit for a ton of power. And they they take they take the kind of at bats that the Astros did circa twenty eighteen to twenty nineteen. Yeah, I wish they like they just did that. yeah, where yeah, where like, yeah, you have to make the pitches in, or otherwise like like you have to like you have to get them out. Like yeah. they're not go- they're not going to chase. They're not going to expand. Like right. you have to make pitches to and like that's a really good trait to have in the playoffs. But like again, like they they do need. They need more starting. They need more starting pitching. They need to bolster their bullpen. But their lineup, I am sold on. Like I think, oh, and I, I mean, think yeah, I was, I was being, I was trying to be, I was being hyperbolic, I guess, a little bit. I'm not trying to dismiss what they've done. I just don't. I don't know. I just, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm not, I'm not in on them all, all yet. I think that they are close. I yeah, think, I, I think I, mentality thing. I think that that just. It, I'm I'm lucky for them that they they bone crushed us in that game because that leaves them feeling a little bit better with that last series because the Astros have I mean dominated them and really if the Astros would have swept that and tied it I, you could have put them to bed you know I mean that would have yeah more, I mean I, well not really they're professionals but I mean that's a that would have been that's a rough thing to to take and have just I don't know yeah I'm just being a homer I'm being I'm being, I'm being it's full bias and I will admit that right now but I it's just the way what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I do think this is, like, one of those years where, like, there isn't that team in the American League. Like, you kind of thought it was going to be the Rays at the beginning. They're not. It, I, do, I, I respect them less than the Rangers. I, yeah, it's not been – yeah, they've not been great lately. But, like, it does feel like one of those years in the American League where, like, if the Astros, like, don't get it together, like, you could very easily see, like, it's the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays come out of nowhere and win it. Or, well, like, yeah. it, it, it feels like it's wide open. Like it, it is it wide. No, like, it is wide open. You are correct. It, it is. I, which I feel like that makes the it even more important for the Astros to take care of business because that's it. It is. It is wide open. And um, any yeah, anybody anybody that's one of those postseason teams could definitely uh, make a run there. Um, what happened to Seattle? I, we'll get out of here here in a second. I didn't realize we were going a little long. What happened? To the, are they just actually what I'm what I'm saying about the Rangers is actually truthfully how I feel about Seattle wherever they were, people were picking them to win the division last year. And I was just like, what, what are people talking about? They it's a fun, sexy pick. They can, I mean, they suck. I mean, they're, they they're mediocre. No, like, look, no, they, they can pitch. 
They have oh, the best. Yeah, no, they, sure. they have one of the best rotations probably in baseball. They just can't hit. They might like, have the best in the American League, honestly. Yeah. Oh no. Yeah. Like, and that's what made last year's ALDS so compelling is because like you knew, you knew yeah. it was going to be tough for the Astros to hit them, and you were just like, can they no, scratch it, it across was, a couple of runs? Tough. It absolutely was tough. Yeah. Um, just to, but just to come in and wet the bed like they did. Um, I mean, there's still season to go, so I mean, I can't. I don't know. I just feel like they kind of sunk back to uh obscure mediocrity and yeah i mean they just i mean they, they got tay oscar hernandez who has not done much colton wong is basically unplayable aj pollock is unplayable jared kelnick was having a great year until, yeah kelnick was. Um, yeah i felt bad i mean those videos were tough to watch and just him of him after the injury because like again that was like the thing that hounded him so much as a prospect was that sucked, yeah the thing that hounded him so much as a prospect was, you know, he was too emotional, let the emotions get, and he had, it seemed like he was playing well, and it seemed like it had finally, like, he had finally harnessed them in some way, and for that to happen, that's tough. But, God, that's yeah, they, yeah, they, they just, they just can't hit. I mean, that's, that's the long and short of it, and I don't know what, the, oh, the no, deadline they play us really well. I, I feel like they crush well, yeah, us. Cause they can, well, yeah, because they can pitch. Like, they're going to yeah. play everyone really well because they can pitch. Like, they're never going to get they're never going to get blown out. It's just they're not going to score. So, but yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what they do with the deadline. Just because, you know, Jerry Depoto is one of the foremost traders of our time. Him and AJ Preller. So, um, no, yeah, I don't, I don't see them just sitting around doing nothing. Like they could probably go get a bat, maybe a controllable bat to help them, like in the next couple of years. But like, I don't know, like. With that pitching, though, like you do feel like if they could find an impact bat and get Julio going, if Eugenio Suarez can, I mean, he, he's a good player, but like if he can get going a little bit, like that yeah. could be, like you see, you see why, right? The like, there, there, it's all there, but that's what, and that's just, oh, I mean, I've, I've just, I feel like that they've always just been a badly run organization that's always had, not always had a good team, but when they did have good teams, they would squander the, the chances by not making a move or uh, the window would close because they would, I don't know. I just feel like that they've always just kind of botched their, their opportunities. And it feels like, yeah, if they, if they don't try to go do something, all that momentum that they had last year, um, I don't know. That's just a bad look for at least for the fans, but I mean, that's not what the ownership cares about. Let's wrap this up with the trade deadline stuff. Um, you saw the angels for whatever reason are decided they were going to go for it. That's hilarious. Um, what do you think the, uh, what do you think the Astros are, are actually going to are truly going to do? You think it's going to be just bolstering, getting a, a starter and a high leverage reliever? I mean, this, yeah, it? yeah. I don't, I don't see a blockbuster like Verlander, Grinky. I, I just don't see that happening. Oh, um, I don't. I, like I, I no, I meant like those Verl, uh, yeah, those yeah, yeah. type of trades. Yeah, I don't. I just, I don't think they have the prospect capital. Um, you know. Every trade deadline really since, you know, since 19, it's been on the margins. Like they've, they've gotten a couple guys here and there, but it's not been anything to like really alter the complexion of the team. Like um, I know yeah. Michael, Loren yeah. Michael Lorenzen's been a, uh, he's been a, he's been a name for like, I think someone like that, like, it's, I don't know if it's going to be him. I don't know if it's going to be him, but someone like that, someone like that, you know, when you come to the ballpark, he's going to get you into the sixth inning, probably going to get you through the sixth inning. 
Is it going to be the prettiest thing in the world? Some days probably not, but he'll like, they need someone. They just need reliability. They need someone that they know is going to go out there and get them into the sixth inning. Right. Cause they don't have that. They don't have that. No, they don't. They don't. That's what, that's what scares me the most is that the, the, the Christian Javier's, the Fran Valdez's of last year, you, all of the people that you could rely on, there's, it feels like there's nobody to rely on. It's kind of, and it's kind of scary. It feels like they're kind of a chicken with the head cut off, but there's no real le- vocal leader. I feel like they're just kind of, I, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, Bregman, I feel like all of their leaders, air quotes, LTV are not guys that are going to do what Correa did. I feel like they're missing a, a vocal leader. And they just need some direction, somebody that they can rely on. So yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I mean, I think I think that stuff's kind of overrated. Just because it like probably... it's a, it, it's the same re- it's the same thing. How like when everyone when they're not hitting, everyone bitches at like oh they're not engaged, they're not locked. It's like no, they're just not no, hit. Like, obviously, Dusty's lineup. Obviously, it's, it's right. Dusty. It's like I, I I never question effort. Cause like it yeah. baseball's hard enough. Baseball's hard enough, man. Like these guys are trying. Like and like I, I think that I, I I think that's as like overrated as like the whole like, leadership. Like Maldonado is like I know I know mentality. Just something about like their the moxie. Like they they don't celebrate like some of the other teams. I know they're getting older and they're vets and they've been playing a bunch of games. So I don't really care about that. But it was kind of fun when they were doing fucking. They're having dance-offs and the full choreographed they were having fun i feel like they you know i i like that they're about their business but yeah i'd like to see yeah. some just i don't know that's but this is just uh, me it's not actually something that's it's a pivotal thing i don't know i, I know people don't i know people don't want to hear it, but like maldonado is a pretty big part of the leadership of course like, he is a, he's, he's a huge the, the quarterback he's he is doing he, everything that's he's what a huge He's a huge leader on the team. And, like, I think he wields more vocal, like, leadership than oh, maybe sure. he leads on. Like, you kind of saw last night, like, when the yeah, whole sure. semi and stuff. Like, I mean, that was a guy, like, that was a guy taking control of the situation. Simeon really like, was – I was surprised that he was kept continuing to pop off like he was. That was pretty egregious. Um, and the weird thing is, like, Simeon is not known not that, as that, that kind of guy. Yeah, like, no. he's, like – like Matt Kawahara, the new Chronicle writer, like he used to cover the A's. So he covered Simeon for, he said he had like, he know he knows him pretty well. He's like, he's he, chill. He, couldn't, he could not, he could not stress enough how out of character that was for him. And I mean, so it was, you, it was very, you know, very you go yard like that. You can get pumped up though. I mean, I could, you can let it get away from you, but yeah, but to continue well, to do it was a, was a little bit crazy, but it's a, a division game. It's a heated, your rivalry, you're fired up, but yeah, that was nuts. Well, I, well also like, let's be grown ups here. Like Fromber hit him on purpose. For like, sure. And I, and I wouldn't like, I wouldn't enjoy sure. having that. I would enjoy having cool. 95 thrown near my head Ooh. either. So like, I would probably like, I would probably be pissed too. Like I had no, I had no, I, I had no issue. With it. He, he went a little bit too far after he did, after he pipped that home run a little bit. But no, I'm, I'm 100 with you. I was kind of pumped to see some old school baseball tactics, even though it was doesn't need to be in the game and it's is ridiculous. But I was kind of like to see the old school thing. I'm gonna hit you for this. This is sending a message here and there. I kind of liked it. A little chirping. It's fun. Yeah, give some spice, man. Like the the like baseball's better when like both those teams are good. Like, especially, like, around here. Like, baseball's better in this state when both of those teams are good. And they're both good. They're both competing. And, like, 
I mean, first time since 2015 that both of them have been relevant, like this deep into the season. Like, yeah, that, 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 and that year, like AJ Hinch and Jeff Bannister literally tried to fight each other on the field. So, yeah, like, Jeff Bannister, that's you want to talk about a guy that wants to fight, it's Jeff Bannister. Um, yeah, okay, here, last question. And is, is Maldonado, is that the guy that's the first guy to fight? Uh, who's the, who's the hard ass? Uh, my, me and James talk about this a bunch. I, I feel like Dubon might be a low key like psychopath, but I feel like if we're talking about a, a fight, I feel like Maldonado is the G, like the guy that is ready to go at all times. Um, I mean, I wouldn't cross him. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I, he just, he I, I wouldn't. Had that look. Yeah, he just has that look. Where it's one of those guys where you're just like, I'm not gonna fuck with that guy for what. I don't know. I just know he's about his business. I feel like Dubon might be a low key a psychopath that would just go just become a whirling dervish. I don't know, man. Fromber's <laughs> Fromber's Fromber's insane. I wouldn't I wouldn't yeah. cross Fromber. Um, no, for sure. I wouldn't cross Presley. Yeah. Um, there's a there's a couple there's a couple like, Stan, Stanick's I, probably a one well, if he's not high, he's probably be, uh, being crazy as well. Dude, Stan like I think Stanick is probably the most misconstrued. Like he is like He's, he's one of man. my favorite. He's one of my favorite people to talk. Yeah, like, he is the most mild mannered, calm. Yeah. Like he, he gives off this appear. I, I guess it's because of how he looks. Like everyone thinks he's like this just backwoods like hillbilly, but no, like, no he's like he's very like the best. right. I I really like. I, I don't think he would just like I don't think he's a pacifist by any stretch. Like I don't think he'd just yeah, stand no, idly I mean, by and get. A, he might be. He's, his, he's kind of. I mean, yeah. He he kind of. He he, he might. Was, I don't that, think he'd but, stand. I don't think he'd stand by and just like get his no. ass kicked. But like, no, he's not. He he's not going to be the one that's like leading the charge to fight people. Um, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I, I well, wouldn't. You're right cross- about that about him being misunderstood for sure. He used to. Um, my uh, when I was on the radio on six ten, my co-host Derek played minor league baseball with Stanek, and uh, yeah. he'd come on the show. And Stanek is the literal man. Like, I, yeah, he's the he's the best. So, yeah, you're right. It, you. He's uh what he looks like on uh on on TV is not a uh, quite a who he is personality wise. All right, that was just a dumb question. I don't know. I just like to talk about fights sometimes. Oh, I like it too. Yeah, I'd I'd probably rank it Fromber Maldonado. Yeah, Fr- I forget uh, about Fromber that he is a literal psychopath. I did, I forgot. Uh, yeah, he, right. and like it's not it's not even just that. Like he is jacked. Like he <laughs> is like he is a huge human being. Like uh, he's short, like he's not, he's not tall, big, but like he is a wide and jacked human being. I haven't I seen him not... maybe like, like Pena, like I was uncomfortable when I saw Pena with the pictures of him without a shirt. And I was like, this is not, I was like, that's not good. I was like, I don't want to see that shouldn't look like that. It was like disconcerting to see how Jack Pena was. But yeah, a lot of, there's a lot of baseball players that are like that where you see these uniforms and you're like, oh, that's just a regular guy. And they, and they're absolutely yoked. Like Altuve, how he's yoked <laughs> and always has been. I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, that's funny. Everybody's, they, they're actually professional athletes. I don't know if you knew that or not, but they are, they do play sports professionally. So they are actually athletes. So I don't know. What happened? Is everything bad again? You hear me? Oh, yeah, there you go. I guess it cut out for all a second. Right. I mean, Chandler, you, that, you, that's all I got. You're the man. I don't know. Do you, what, what, are your, what are your predictions for the uh, – down the stretch? I, I'm going to just going to lean – I'm just going to keep going with it, and I'm saying they, they, they win another World Series somehow. My only it's, prediction – the only prediction I feel comfortable making is that they'll make the playoffs. True. 
Yeah, and legit, like after after that, it's all a crutch. Like, which is why like all the freaking out about them being too gay. Like, they just need to get in the dance. Like once you get yeah. in, like literally anything can happen. And I think with this team, like they have not distinguished themselves as like, oh, like if they're gonna get like you know they're gonna win a playoff series. Like I, nothing yeah. would surprise me with this team. I just but the one thing I do feel comfortable like they're gonna make the playoffs. And then after that, who knows. Like I'd probably give them an edge over a lot of teams just because they've got just so much. Play- they, 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 yeah, they've got so much playoff experience. Like, yeah, I, I would get like that is an intangible that I think can't be overstated. Yeah, they're not but, scared of the, they're not scared of the big moment and, and all of no, they're they're, they're not they're not. But the thing that would worry me the most is just like I've said, like I don't know if they've done irreversible damage to their pitching staff just with how much they've won. Mm. Well, let's let's hope not. And all right, before before I let you go, I just want to tell you, man, that how how much I love reading your articles, dude. You are a very very good writer. I know that you do it professionally, and obviously you're a writer, but you're ex- extremely extremely good writer, and it's very very fun to read. That I think that that's lost on some of these psychopaths because they're reading about what your take is about Dusty or Chaz. But man, it's 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 very nice to read read your stuff, dude. Well, thank you. I can't, and I also can't believe we got through this whole thing without mentioning Dusty and Chaz. I I had I had questions on that and I let's not yeah yeah maybe we'll do this again before the uh, the season yeah. goes when James is back and we'll uh, we'll get on that I'm not yeah I'm not here to do the the whole gossip and the tea thing I think we got we got our points across well, I appreciate you coming on man yeah no problem thanks for having me all right yeah for sure I'll get I'll get this up and then link you and we'll uh, we'll see how if we can infuriate Astros Twitter which is always my my favorite thing to do it's the best. Hey, any any list, any views are good views in my in my opinion. That's true, but yeah, those yeah, they get very upset. So that's uh, we'll see what we'll see what happens. But yeah, I appreciate it, and we'll uh, yeah, we'll do this again. Yeah, no problem. Thanks. Have a good night. Right, yep. You too. Yep. I forgot to ask him if his dad was Jim Rome. That was my only other question that I forgot. Pretty hilarious. Lima time time. James, we miss you. Kenny, get better. Uh, Hitler. I didn't say Hitler at all. I didn't bring up 9-11 or Hitler. Although I was going to bring up 9-11 because I feel like A.J. Hinch is Mark Wahlberg saying that he would, um, if, if he was there on 9-11, he would have stopped it. Well, A.J. Hinch was um, about the cheating, was kind of like Mark Wahlberg about the, uh, yeah. So AJ Hinch was like, "Oh, I would have stopped it if I saw it." So he's basically our Mark Wahlberg on 9/11. AJ Hinch, you know, you get it. Leave time, time. We'll see you next week. That's one thing I love more: to get my pitch over the plate, and that is getting over this plate in Casa Ole. It's like a fiesta in Casa Ole. Casa Ole, fresh today, every day. Get a free child's play, put your sticker stuff, from any Astros game. Casa Ole, fresh today.